Welcome back to That's Loaded, a Sofa King scary and spooky iconic podcast with Caitlin B. That was my soundtrack in case you I liked it. Notice. And Sarah Bell or the spooky Straw Bell. Spooky stories with straw. Straw bones. <laughs> guys, we're coming back with a haunting episode and I'm pretty excited about it since you guys love our true crime. It just made sense that we do another haunting episode. It makes make, make it, it make sense. sense. It does make sense. That's why we're making sense of it. I didn't even tell you what this episode is about because I was like, I need. I know. I'm did pretty I? fucking excited. I don't think I did. Nope. Okay, cool. Well, I couldn't decide between two haunting places that I'm like really intrigued by because for some reason I really love. Okay, this is going to sound fucked up, but like you guys know me better than I don't mean it in a fucked up way. But like I'm really intrigued by asylums. Ooh, yes. Honestly, you know? they are crazy. And wasn't there like a Intriguing. American Horror Story on kind of themed around yes, that? Season two. I still have my favorite seen that season. I need to do that. Mm-hmm. Evan Peters. Yummy. Ooh. Sarah just um, came. Yeah. Three times. Although he looked really old in that mayor of Eastwood. Let's just talk about that. He, should, he looked like. Age, by he like, are you referring to evan yeah evan peters, peters? sorry okay anyway <laughs> sidetrack <laughs> i decided i was like i should do the thing i've talked about on the podcast already which is the waverly hills sanatorium in louisville oh, kentucky yes i forgot that we talked about doing this mm-hmm. that feels like forever ago mm-hmm. so how dare you keep me hanging i know i'm sorry if you guys haven't or been at the edge of your seat and you wanted to know what we're talking about well that's it finally talking about it (laughs) I watched all the videos on YouTube I did all of the research and my palms were sweating knees weak arms were heavy there was vomit on your sweater already from my mom's spaghetti yeah even though I haven't had spaghetti in a really long time because I had food poisoning from lasagna just, and it's just been <laughs> triggering ever since then which is really unfortunate just girly things you know, <laughs> just, <laughs> I know. just the spaghetti diaries <laughs> yeah so that's what this episode's about we're really excited about it um we're gonna do one about i think hollywood mm. either hollywood like true crime or hollywood hauntings or both who knows yeah we should go visit the sites oh my god do a we'll, drive we'll, by we'll scope it out Mm-hmm. We have to. We got to give like that first perspective tea. So I guess we can just read a loaded review for this week, even though we fucking don't have one yet. <laughs> I, my future self is adding one in right now. Okay. This week's loaded review of the week goes to Anna and she says, whenever I listen to this podcast, I feel like I'm talking to my two older sisters slash BFFs. I have watched Caitlin and Sarah on YouTube for years. And now with the podcast, I feel like I've gotten to know these two even more than I already did from watching their YouTube channels. I'm hoping one day I can hang out and become real life BFFs with them. Uh, we hope so too, Anna. We love you. Thank you for your loaded review. And of course, if you want to be our next loaded review of the week, you guys know what to do. I hope no one leaves a review. I, I hope that and just stays in. Yes. It's just like a... Just some meep. dead air. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it would be really fitting for this episode. It was a ghost review. Very haunt. Yeah, you guys are haunting me with your lack of reviews. So step it up and leave us a loaded review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to be featured, like if you don't want us to shout out your name and give you some special treatment, then I guess don't. We're probably just running out of listeners that haven't already reviewed us. <laughs> 
I mean, if that's the case, get your friends. All right. Load them Steal in. Steal your significant other's phone. And add them to the loaded group. Am I going to have to start leaving my like reviews for myself on everybody's phone that I come in contact with? Maybe. And if that's the case, we'll we'll tackle that when we get there. Love that. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Good way to make friends. Yes. So do you have anything new this week since the last time I talked to you, aka like two days ago? So much has happened. You guys, I I met my doppelganger today. Mm-hmm. So a couple months ago, I I, I mean, you, you get DMs just like randomly from people being like, oh, I feel like you look like blah, blah. Or I feel like you look like blah, blah. And uh, sometimes I, I'm like, okay, I don't <laughs> do not see this. But this one girl, like people kept sending me and I was like, I mean, I can kind of like in some pictures, I can kind of see where you're getting at. Like normally I, ne- I don't have that reaction at all. Mm-hmm. So I did like a story thing on my Instagram stories being like, hey, the who, who do you guys think are my doppelganger? Like of anyone in the world whatever, send them to me and then I'll post them on my stories and then we can vote. So the top ones were like, whatever, the usuals, Hillary Duff, Ashley Tisdale, Elizabeth Olsen. And then I threw in some random <laughs> terrible people to be compared to. No, I got like Phoebe and uh, from Friends and I was like, okay. Uh, but Interesting. <laughs> I was like, personality wise, yes. Looks wise, all right, Lisa Kudrow. Uh, but they kept sending me, her name was, her Instagram name is Makeup by K-A or Makeup X-K-A. Her name is Kelly. So mm-hmm. I posted that one and that one like one like votes wise was like the most that people thought I looked like. I voted for that one. Did you? Oh my God, that's so sweet. So I, we started talking after that and she's like, wait, I get that all the time too. Like people always send me your profile. So we were like, did we just become like internet doppelgangers? What's happening? I've always wanted to meet a doppelganger. So we were decided whenever she comes to LA that we would like film together. So she came today, she came over this morning and she did, we actually showed up in the same outfit. We were wearing like not planned, just like gold jewelry, high neck, white tops, mm-hmm. sweat, uh, sweatpants. You were basic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> basic fuck girl <laughs> outfit. <laughs> and we're, was, <laughs> did you come up with that? Copy paste, copy paste. We were looking at each other. We we're like, this is kind of weird. And then she did my makeup as like how she did her signature, how she does her signature makeup. She's also a makeup artist. And, um, and then she did hers really quickly. And then we just kind of like shot some, shot, shot some shit and we recorded it from a YouTube channel and also like a TikTok or whatever. And it was, it was funny. We were like walking around and even Alex was like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> did you use that sound? Like you're just like me. I'm just like you. Boo. Um, no, we did the, there's, we did the the one with the invert where you uh, kind of like do, do, do. Beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. that one. Yeah. Have that same problem where people just constantly tell me I look like really beautiful people. You, know, you do. Like, you get Casey Musgraves like every fucking I see it on your Instagram every single day. It's just the dark hair. I'm like, do you guys realize it's just the filler in the dark hair? The filler. The other people <laughs> I get are I don't even know who they are I don't I really don't get that many people I'm like I'm am I that unique you are like <laughs> yeah you're like am I really that one of a kind am I that exotic <laughs> Gemini probs like I know I'm special but damn <laughs> must be hard yeah who else do you get it's like I get every girl oh I get Demi Moore a lot Ooh. oh and like Kyle Richards I've seen you get before oh I got Kyle Richards there was one time dark long hair girls mm-hmm when we were at Coachella last two years ago, <laughs> sorry, still, still <laughs> sore. Um, I was like looking at myself in my 
camera, front facing camera on my phone, and I was like, holy fuck, I look like Kyle Richards right now. And I, <laughs> I still have that this, picture actually. on my phone. I remember you showing this to me. I look like her on a vacation. I'm pulling it up right now because I, I need to look at it. Cause you need to post just... that on your story because I feel like she would love that. She would totally see it. She'd be like, this girl looks nothing like me. <laughs> yes. That is literally Kyle Richards. <laughs> I know. I know. It literally does. I had just gotten my lips done. Oh, I love when my lips are freshly filled. So my- I haven't gotten my lips filled in years and I miss it. I love it. Anyway, I have an exciting weekly update. I have to burp. Mm, I give it like a six. So the day that this was recorded on was Jacques Mousse's fall winter show and I watched it today. It's like Ooh. 12 minutes long and... I personally, have you ever watched like a or seen pictures from a Jacques Mousse show? They're always like in these exotic settings and just like it really plays into like the show, the aesthetic. It sets the vibe so well. Fine. Today it was, I don't know how to describe it. It reminded me of like a Versace, um, the one when Versace, Versace. Jennifer Lopez walked in that dress and that circle and it like broke the oh, internet again. Yes. That yes. reminded me of that because of the way it was shaped, kind of like in a circular. I don't know how to describe it. But anyway, cool. it was like this bright blue, and I can't remember what color the floors were, but it was a vibe, and it was just solid colors, like color blocking. It was so interesting. Mm. <sighs> I love that. And so I took some notes because I was like, let's let's talk about it, you know? Yes. So the things, since it was fall, Gosh. winter, there were – there was a lot of shirling, which is exciting because it's not going anywhere. Personally, I love shirling. I love the vibe that it has. It's so cozy. And it's just mm-hmm. it's so it's warm, it's cozy, and it's such a like 70s vibe, which I'm here for. So they added that into yes. or on the edging of the Le Chiquito. So like the little bigger version of this one. So oh, it's cute. just got shirling around it. It's so cool. I can see you getting that 100 <laughs> percent I'm trying not to. I'm like, I don't need it, but it's giving me major winning London's vibes with the colors that they chose for that one because it's like a mustardy color. Mm -hmm. And then the other one I think is like a green khaki color, which is the colors that they wear on the cover of winning London. Get out of London. I literally just sent you those winning London dolls. It's crazy. Is it a sign? I was like, oh my God, that's like the best comparison I could compare it to. There's also a lot of color blocking, which I was kind of shocked because I guess color is going to like go into fall and winter, which is really exciting for me. I feel like it never does. I know. It's always like neutrals, but I think that's really exciting. It's fun. Um, The colors that were majorly color blocked together on the show were like a fuchsia and a Mm. bright red, which Mm. I... I love that color combination. I love red and pinks together. I think they it's look so really interesting. good. I love weird, but I love using those on my stories, like with the pink, light pink background mm-hmm. and the red because it just pops so much. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Totally. Um, and there were also a lot of like monochromatic looks, but the thing that he did that was really interesting was it was monochromatic, except the colors weren't like the same shade. So they almost clashed. I don't know. It was very intriguing, which I think is like an easy way to be able to duplicate it and like take inspiration from it because obviously it doesn't have to all match. Exactly. But it can still be a vibe. <laughs> Which I love because it <laughs> does not come easily to me. So that's those are the notes I took. Um, I was reading the comments of the show on YouTube and people are like so hardcore when it comes to 
supermodels. I didn't realize supermodels had like cult followings. Like, do they really? You know, like people can spot them. <laughs> really? You know, certain ones being like, wow, that walk is fierce. And I'm just like, wow, I need to watch America's Next Top Model. And, oh like, my God. I was obsessed with that show growing up. I thought it was so cool. Did you just like walk around and like strut and like. <laughs> Yes. I gotta practice. I would try to smize and all that stuff. Oh my god, I miss I it. I could not wait to turn or hit five foot seven because I mean the I minimum. could audition for the show. I never never I never could even dream. Five foot three. I maxed out pretty early. To your chair. She totally would have begged me if I if I just had four inches on me, you know? That's totally true. Isn't Kate Moss only five foot six though? I have no idea. Is she really? hmm Oh, did you watch the Jay Z Architectural Digest? No. I haven't yet dude you need to watch it in the privacy i will and you have your own home in the pri- <laughs> so i can jack off yes. <laughs> i was like is anyone else watching this erotic film like how is this legal to be on youtube i was crying at your story today i couldn't respond to it because it was like linked to tiktok or something but i was like oh, oh my, my god yeah being a genie in the kitchen <laughs> Thanks. I thought it was hilarious. I was like too. I can picture you filming this. I know. I, can, I was like, I could just picture Sarah just like doing this laugh while she's editing it. <laughs> I was crying. I was dying. I was like, no one else understands how fucking hilarious I am. <laughs> oh, I understand. <gasps> so underappreciated. <laughs> I understand. Where is his home? Does it say what part of LA he lives it's in? It's in the hills. I Classic. actually Googled it. Classic. Um, it was. I was shocked. It was only $1.7 million when he bought it, which what? I think is very cheap. Every house on the street that is maybe a square is $1.7 over here. Well. So that is a steal. Yeah. I mean, it was 2017 when he bought it, so I'm sure it's worth, like, way more now, but... It's probably... Oh, God, But yeah. still, like, that's very humble for... A huge rapper? Like, yeah, well done. I was expecting, like, $10 million or something. <laughs> It was erotic. I can't wait for you to watch it. I'm excited. If you guys haven't watched it, you need to go watch it and tell me that and then go comment on my reel and be like, yeah, it's an erotic experience and I think it should be on Pornhub too. (laughs) It's just crazy that they're giving this shit away for free, you know? For free. It's crazy. Who needs a subscription? He's so fucking sexy. Mm, Kind of. His outfit. Forget how sexy he how is because you just hear all how horrible of a person he is on a daily daily basis so i'm like oh god yeah fuck Jeezy, like whatever and then i like see him again and i just revert back to my old ways I'm like never mind <laughs> i take back anything negative oh i've ever said beautiful man <laughs> i'm like ah, oh, i see why halsey went back to him just beautiful mm. did you see cardell levine's or have you reviewed it yet? No, I haven't watched that one yet. I haven't either, but Alex told me he loved it. Really? Everyone mm-hmm. keeps telling me to... <laughs> this is so me to a T. Everyone keeps telling me to watch it and like do a review <laughs> on it, so I'm not. <laughs> you showed me a couple pictures, though, and it looked... There was like a big-ass hot tub in like this pink room in mm-hmm. her house. I, it looked vibey. She used to have an architectural digest with her sister like two years ago, and it was very like it was too much there was too much Mm. of the jungle banana leaf wallpaper in every fucking room i wanted to personally go knock on the door and tell them to take it down too much too much that wallpaper was everywhere years ago Mm -hmm. everybody had banana leaf wallpaper in some room of their house i still like it when it's tastefully done but 
I think everyone yeah. just went too hard. There's a way to do it. You know what wallpaper I can't stand though? Oh, the the white with the polka Dalmatian. dot. Yep. It, yeah, the Dalmatian one. That one is everywhere in every room of every house. Still. Still. And I don't get it because wallpaper to me is supposed to spice up the wall, not make it just as white. But also it like hurts my eyes. It is like a requirement in Nashville, Tennessee. If you're going to have like a bachelorette Airbnb, Dalmatian wallpaper. What? Instantly. Really? Neon sign. Get get the goods. That's- the neon sign. Yep. Over the <laughs> over the wallpaper. <gasps> I can't. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Sorry if any of you guys have it, but it's. It's time to rip it. 2021. It's time to peel it off and it's time to stick something new on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paint it a funky color. Do anything True. but that. Now that we're roasting everybody in the world. Uh. After I flicked my bean to Jeezy and I roasted a wallpaper mm-hmm. and we talked about how much I am Casey Musgraves for having such a good voice that you guys heard in my in the last episode. Yes. I guess we can dive in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a great segue to talk about a haunting at an asylum. Take it away, Sarah. It's not an asylum. It's a sanatorium. Sanatorium. Okay. Sanatorium. So what we're talking about today is Waverly Hills Sanatorium. I could be pronouncing that incorrectly, and I apologize. So I'm going to just say Waverly Hills for now on because I don't want an entire episode of me fucking up something. I keep thinking of Wizards of Waverly Place. I know. I thought that too. And That's I- where I'm picturing it. Louisville, Kentucky, Disney set. Same thing. Basically the same. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who aren't from Kentucky and probably don't know where this is, Louisville, Kentucky is about like Me. two and a half hours from Nashville. It's where the Kentucky Derby is, if that helps. Oh, yes. That's like the only thing I think Louisville has going for it. It was a tuberculosis tuberculosis treatment facility. Mm. And for those who don't know, tuberculosis is a disease that affects the lungs and is very contagious. And according to PBS, at the end of the 1800s, tuberculosis killed one out of seven people, deeming it the white death. One out of seven people? I literally had no idea. That's... Yeah. I don't like those odds. That is not for me. No. I would be the one. So I thought that was really interesting. I had no idea. Um, It would wipe out families and towns because of how highly contagious it was and how little people knew about Mm. it. No, thank you. Just imagine an entire family wiped out because of tuberculosis. Insane. And when people were suffering, they would experience everything from hacking, bloody coughs, debilitating pains in their lungs, and or fatigue. Now, I don't want to sound like this is not an ongoing thing because it still is to this day. And according to tballiance.org, tuberculosis kills one person every 22 seconds across the globe. Every year, there's about 1.4 million deaths and one third of the population is actually infected with tuberculosis. But now there's so much medicine and everything. We've got it all under control. Oh, my God. Not saying <laughs> this is not something to tell me as a hypochondriac, Sarah. I can't <laughs> deal with this information. So, whenever someone was infected with tuber- tuberculosis, people would go to get the cure at a place called a sanitary sanitarium, sanatorium, whatever, which is more of a long-term okay. hospital where people believe rest, quarantine, and a healthy climate would cure them. In the 1900s, Kentucky had the highest death rate of tuberculosis in the United States, specifically Louisville, Kentucky. 
the highest in the country from what I read around the same time. There was, I think, World War One. Okay. I don't know. My times could be off. But there were a lot of bases in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, so I'm okay. assuming that could be why. Definitely. I could be completely wrong. Sounds right. Yeah, we'll just pretend. History lessons with Caitlin and Sarah. <laughs> Rewriting history. This sounds right. Let's continue. <laughs> Originally, they built a hospital in the area in 1910 because tuberculosis continued to run rampant. So they decided to build a new hospital in 1924 and they opened in 1926. Waverly Hills was born housing 450 beds. And according to atlasobscura.com, every condition of tuberculosis was accepted. Whether you were just in the early stage or you were basically on your deathbed, you were welcome. Which is interesting because I'm like, did they just really pump them out? You know, 450 is really not that much. I know. That would fill up so fast. One out of seven, you know. Question mark. So because technology and medicine wasn't as advanced as it is now, (laughs) hello, it was literally 100 years ago, there were so many interesting forms and attempts of treatment that they would try out at Waverly Hills. I'm scared. It could be as simple as exposing the patient's lungs to UV light to try to stop the bacteria from spreading. So I'm pretty sure this is something they would do today because it's just, you know, sun. (laughs) Love me some sun. Yeah, this treatment was often done in what was called a sunroom, which was artificial light, or they would put the patients on the porch or the roof of the building to get actual UV rays in the warmer months. Fresh air was also something that was believed to be good for tuberculosis treatment. So windows were open despite how cold it could get outside, and people would lounge outside during all weather types. That feel, I feel like that would make you more sick. Yeah, I don't really understand that one. I'm like... I'm a little Is lost. This right. Professor? <laughs> I think it makes sense. Again, like I said, science was not at the forefront that it is now, so the treatment could often get a little bit questionable during time. Mm. One of the last resort surgeries that they would do at Waverly was involving removing ribs and muscles Mm. to let the lungs expand and let in more oxygen. Mm. And many people did not survive this for obvious reasons. Really interesting. Uh, Removing my ribs? Share. Thank you. That sounds so painful especially like knowing that they probably didn't have strong medicines oh my god even worse (laughs) i also read this is like a little graphic but they would take balloons and they would put them inside of the lung (gasps) to make them expand i oh my god that was another one of the things i read i was like is this too much information to share (laughs) never (laughs) no like tell me more but i'm also like holy shit I can feel balloons just like Mm -hmm. in me right now. (gasps) I don't need a balloon because I'm actually just naturally bloated. So I invented the balloon. (laughs) So many people were dying and it was affecting the patient's morale being taken out through the front door as corpse. And, you know, to the what's the car called that they the hearse the hearse. So they decided to come up with a way to dispose of the bodies in a less dramatic way. Okay, I say that very lightly, less dramatic ways to the patients of the hospital. Like I said, I say that term very loosely because uh, this is a little crazy. So when the hospital was basically being built, they had this tunnel system that they would use to like move move patients around and get stuff into the hospital or sanitarium, sanatorium, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they decided eventually that they would convert this into a body chute. Come again? Like a laundry chute or a trash chute, but throwing bodies? Yes. 
Oh, cool, cool. So this body shoot came about to hide the morbidity of the death of the patients. Totally not morbid at all. And also, I'm now also picturing, because you have it in my mind, talking about winning London, I'm picturing when they were in the air ducts and then they went down the trash chute. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm picturing. Mm -hmm. What an iconic film that is. So like, who knew that this would just tie into winning London in so many ways? (laughs) So this was a tunnel that the administrators would use that connected the hospital to a railroad track at the bottom of the hill. There was a motorized cable system to lower bodies into the waiting train so no one could see the corpse. What the fuck? Just let that one sink in. So it's like a chute and then there was like this big... That went straight to a train? Well... It was a chute, and it would go, I guess, onto like this, I don't want to say dumpster, but the dumpster would then go up or down the hill further down where the train tracks were, and they would just lower that into the train. Oh my god. I love how they think this is their solution to be less morbid. <laughs> when they just do it, they're doing the most here. <laughs> Throwing bodies down slides, throw mm-hmm. them in a, in a little a barrel mm-hmm. in a train. I'm sorry. It's said that around 6,000 people died at Waverly during the time it was open till it closed in 1961. How many people? So it's like 6,000. Wow. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> For one place. In 1962, it was purchased and became a nursing home, which is very fucking creepy. <laughs> and then it closed in 1982 because of the mistreatment of patients. And when Aww. I was reading along, like stuff online, they were doing... Um, electroshock therapy because they thought it was beneficial like that was an actual cop common practice at the time yeah so it was purchased in 2001 by a couple to conserve a piece of history they purchased the entire place for 250k <laughs> it's a huge place i can't even get buy an apartment for that so <laughs> it's cute especially louisville kentucky i'm like interesting so i used an inflation cal- calculator to determine how much that would be today but I don't know how accurate this is, but it was saying it could be 380K. Obviously, with like Louisville being a major city, I'm sure it would be even more. But yeah, that surprises me whatever. that it's that low, honestly. Me too. But also, just think if you were – you're a history buff, Sarah. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you had some cash to do – be like, I want to buy a piece of history. Of all things, you're going to buy an old sanitarium. Well, my guess is they... Question mark? If I were to guess, they probably love, like, morbid paranormal stuff, and they wanted to make sure it wouldn't, you know, sell Mm. to a land that they would build an actual hospital on. They'd rip it down, and all the history would be gone kind of thing. Okay. So the room that is said to have the most activity in it is, by activity, I mean paranormal activity, um, is room 502. It was said that a 29-year-old nurse, while working at Waverly, hung herself from a chandelier because she was pregnant and unmarried, which was something very taboo for the time. Holy shit. I know. There are so many debates as to why she hung herself, of course. Some people believe she hung herself because she was having an affair with the owner of Waverly and ended up getting tuberculosis, (laughs) which is wild because it's like, that just seems a little crazy. Yeah. The other theory was that it was having an effect on her mental health with the morale of the hospital, you know, seeing people die every day, sick. Yeah. Eventually, I'm sure it would be damaging. Yeah. I couldn't be around that personally, so I guess her only solution out was suicide. Wow. That's not all. 
apparently another nurse jumped off the patio <laughs> in that same room in 1932. No, there's no evidence to back up as to why she did this, but free falling. In the same room of all, wait, what? Yep. So the Travel Channel did a ghost hunting show, as they do. They love that shit. <laughs> I know. I'm like, Travel Channel, I don't know how much I believe. It just seems a little produced to but me. But tell me more, yeah. I, I yeah. love the theatrics. Let's go. Um, So they went to Waverly, and this episode was like 2000, and I mean, it was like 10 years ago. So, you know, things have changed and everything, but... In the episode, one of the men was in one of the operating rooms, and it's literally on camera, basically him getting punched in the stomach. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's like, oh my god. In that same Travel Channel episode, one of the guys is laying on the, I guess it is a mor- morgue, is that the thing where they put the dead body? Yes. One of those like sliding things. And he's describing the feeling that I commonly hear from other people who have been there, like Cody's known people. And basically, it's like you feel pressure on your chest, like a bunch of bodies are pushing down on you oh or laying on top god. of you. You can literally lay on one of those things or yes. just be, oh my god. That's, oh, I would not. <laughs> And he had this little, like those little ghost machines, you know, that pick up the noises. I can never remember what they're called because I'm like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if I believe some of this stuff, but then there's some, because I mean, it's so hard to hear what the person's saying, but I've watched some like things like the BuzzFeed Unsolved where the voices are a little bit more clear and I kind of believe it more. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes it's it's one of those things that you can if you hear there like even on TikTok like one word and you could hear like 12 versions of that word like different words if you tell yourself. But at the same time, some of them are so clear Mm -hmm. that it's like, what else could you be saying? Yeah. So I go back and forth. Yeah, I do too, honestly. I personally would never, you know, invest my money in one of those, but if that's what you do. I got some other things to purchase instead. (laughs) So anyway, they're using one of those things, uh, and it literally says you're not going to make it. Oh, no. Nope, 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 nope. I know. Anything said that to me, I would run out the door, look both ways. When (laughs) When it came time to move him from the table and get assistance to get out, the spirit says, I'll keep him. Mm, no nope. and like that nope, was nope, really nope. clear nope. so if you're not believing any of this stuff and you're a skeptic like me when it comes to those little sound machines you'll likely believe the next part um because it's just so unbelievable in the same episode one of the men is walking down one of the hallways and there's this very vivid moaning noise captured on the vlog some girl's getting it on she watched the GEZ house <laughs> tour yeah that's it was actually me um <laughs> Sorry, guys. I thought this was a private spot. Oh, I guess privacy doesn't mean anything to you guys, guy. <laughs> when the guy is talking about how the moon scared him, he says, I think two drops of pee came out of me, which is something <laughs> Kayla and I would say. True. Like, Has happened. And on that machine, it picks up a very childish voice, which in my opinion, it's so clear. And it says, so what? Oh, my God. That's so creepy. I would be... I'd be like Shaggy and Scooby-Doo, you know, when they are like, yep. that would be me. Just scampering. Oh, I miss Scooby-Doo. Oh Especially kid, kid spirit things. Like Jill has experience with that too. And that, that freaks me out even more, mm-hmm. honestly, when it's like a little kid. So <laughs> one of the floors, there's this creeper, which is a shadowy figure that will go 
on all fours and quite literally run through the hall. Oh my god. It's like the ring. It's me. When she's like crawling out of the well. <laughs> yeah. It's like I feel like that would totally be something that we would be pegged as ghosts when we haunt something. This the creeper. I'm a crab. I feel like they're probably a Gemini. <laughs> we would get along great. I'm actually going on the tour. Um, no big deal. Yeah, where just are we to meet going? this. Um, oh, I want to meet the creeper <laughs> so we can hang. <laughs> While I was digging for more information on Waverly Hills, I came across this article called Haunted Encounters at Waverly Hills Sanitarium by Rick Hinton. And I was like jackpot when I read through it because WT. basically in this article, Rick, a lover of the paranormal, mm. states that he had had some of the creepiest paranormal experiences in his life, and they've all taken place at Waverly Hills. Tell us. Tell us, Rick. Am I, are you at the edge of your seat now? Yes. Okay. So his creepy first encounter was when he arrived for the night with his team in... I guess I didn't mention this. You can, like, actually stay there overnight, which I don't know what mm. kind of fucking crazy no. you have to be. No, 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 no. Personally, I would be actually shitting myself if I were to do this, but, I mean, I would down There's to no go during the day. There's no way you sleep. There's no way. Well, I don't think most people sleep. I think they just they stay up and, like, around. go try to find the activity. Yeah. Oh, God. That's so scary. Yeah, no thank you. Anyway, he was walking down the first floor hallway, no flashlight on, when he felt a presence of someone walking right next to him, and it was the same size as his teammate, so he assumed that's who it was, until Doug tripped in front of him. Oh my god. Which confirms that it was not Doug walking right next to him. He turned his flashlight on, nothing there. Oh my god. But you know you know when you feel someone near you. Oh, it gives me the chills. I know. The next big experience that happened to Rick actually made my stomach drop when I was reading it, so I obviously had so to share. So you got all clammy? Yes, clammy actually. Um, so the body shoot was the biggest attraction, and it usually obviously is for most people because that is just so fucked up, and Rick <laughs> so. knew he had to check it out for himself, and I'm going to read his experience word for word because I don't want to fuck up his story and make it any less creepy. So he says that while standing at the top, even a flashlight beam would not reach the bottom of the tunnel. While shooting a single laser beam to the bottom, it suddenly stopped upon something solid. That something was making its way up the tunnel towards us. It's me. <laughs> we could see. It's me, the crab guys. Don't save me. So he could see a vague white outline of a form. As it got closer, the form eventually disappeared, and the laser beam then shot down into the darkness again. Oh, my God. How? Ask me how much I would shit myself because it would be – I would need to depend. If we go there, we have to get – depends that's a must i know oh my god his final paranormal experience happened on the fourth floor terrace while he was alone he claims a dark shadow was following him and playing hide and go seek with him Mm -mm. occasionally peeking the head around the door frames i would be out of there so fast yeah I would have been gone after before the body shoot for sure. I would oh, have been yeah. gone. The second that little person was not walking next to me thinking that was my partner. What do these people look like? Are these people kind of solid or are they like It's me. <laughs> it's that picture you sent me earlier, actually. Yeah, Sarah told me she used to read scary 
was it scary stories scary stories you tell in the dark or something yes which i remember picking up at the library but i was like too scared to actually check them out from the library so i googled Mm -hmm. it though just to make sure to see the cover and it's a show or something and movie now the movie and there's this girl if you search it you'll just know by the girl Um, we should watch it when we're in la yeah let's do it this girl i was like i feel like i look like that in the morning and (laughs) just looks terrible she's so (laughs) crazy if she looked like that at the at the sanitarium out out the creeper (laughs) like what are these people how are you playing hide and seek with a child somebody that's not there i don't know so i feel like that's maybe the child that i've heard a lot of people claiming to have paranormal experiences with like everyone that i've known or that cody's known that's gone there has always mentioned something about a ball like hitting their legs or there's two things i always hear the body thing when you're on the morgue you feel like the pressure and then you can play ball basically with like a dead person i kind of want to do it so next thing i watched was buzzfeed unsolved and they did an entire episode which we'll link in the show notes because honestly my hands were sweating the entire time i was texting caitlin i was like oh my god i literally (laughs) am dying so i like it because the buzzfeed unsolved hosts are a little less like paranormal loving people and just average joes who put themselves in weird situations kind of like us us. Mm -hmm. yeah but men form throw us in there yeah so i trust that there's no editing or i mean i'm sure there's some editing but nothing that makes it any more creepy there's sound effects and stuff but you know typical shit at one point they're in this tunnel and there's a loud noise when they're sitting there with the lights off for one minute and i was like okay that could have just been like a raccoon yeah i kept watching something i found interesting was that after the place was abandoned. A homeless man and his dog fell down an elevator shaft and died. It's unknown whether or not this was an accident or he was pushed. Oh, my God. Many people have seen his ghost and his dog's ghost. What? In the episode, the now owner of Waverly Hills, the one who bought it for 250 k describes her experience with the ghost and said she tried to get the dog to move because it was like the small white German shepherd. She kept calling after it, and it just eventually disappeared right in front of her. <sighs> Like, one moment it was there, one moment it wasn't. She thought it was real. Yeah. Holy shit. I would be panicking. How do you have those experiences? And then you're just like, oh, well, another day here. Apparently she likes it because she's seen him multiple times. <laughs> now they're besties. <laughs> yeah, they hang out a Maybe lot. Maybe he's, he's throwing the ball. He just wants to play fetch. Oh, that'd be so cute. That'd be so cute. Oh, my God. I'd go there just looking for that dog. Yeah, same. In the episode, they talk about Timmy, which is the child that's often seen and likes to play with the blue ball. Timmy. Cody's friends in high school went there and experienced something with them. Basically, like I said before, they were just like on a tour and they put the ball, they threw it down the hallway. The hallway, that's the word I'm looking for. And it just never came back. And while they were walking towards it to get it again, it just came back and like hit their foot, just rolled. <laughs> that is bizarre. I know. So in this episode, this is so creepy. They bounce a blue ball down the hallway and ask for Timmy to roll it back if he's there. This is a part where my heart was literally like racing watching this. When they go to retrieve the ball, it's literally down a hallway, like off the hallway. So I don't know how, because I mean, he just threw it. It's not like, you know, you throw forward. There's nothing. It's a hallway. So there's nothing for it to hit. Yeah. So he goes down the hallway. And it's literally down another hallway where there's a graffiti on the wall with the name Ryan, which is the name of the guy who threw the ball down the hall. 
Oh my gosh. Like, what are the odds? Like, he had no idea. Like, you, his live reactions on the episode, it was so creepy. I had chills. I would panic. You know, Timmy is just like, oh, like, this'll, this'll make him believe. Like, I'll put it by his name. Like, I'll move it and put it by his name. What are the odds, you know? Oh my God. That makes me so freaked out. I know. So they did it again, and the ball landed right in the middle of the hallway. Like, as it should. As it should. But Timmy moved it the other time. So, for those of you who are dark and twisted like me and want to witness the paranormal activity of Timmy sending the ball back down from the comfort of your home, don't worry, I've got you covered. Thanks, girl. Also linked in the show notes is a video from Omar Gosh TV, which is an iconic name. It really is. Where they capture many paranormal things on the trip to Waverly Hills. And if the first comment is like a timestamp of all the paranormal things, a lot of it I'm like, yeah, okay. Like one time they throw the ball and it's like a minute past. They're just like looking around and out of nowhere, the ball just like comes flying back. (sighs) Good shit myself. Like my heart was in my fucking vagina when I saw that because like the whole time I I threw it, I would just be there like my heart just thumping, mm -hmm. just waiting for the possibility of it to come back. Right. I really want to do that. Oh, my God. We should. But that's pretty much all I've got for Waverly Hills. Like those are all the paranormal experiences that people have had. And you can go tour it. You can go. Mm -hmm. or stay the night there if you're a fucking psycho you can stay the night yeah unfortunately i do not think i can sleep over there but i would love to go there in the day we'll go during the day i just want to experience the ball throwing i would love that so much i i feel like that's something that they would only like do in the nighttime probably but i don't know how ghosts work i'll have to like call timmy yeah timmy when do you come out to play what's your schedule like so we can coordinate the ball thing freaks me out because you can always say like like a gust of wind will close the door or sounds are like raccoons or an animal or something, but a fucking ball? It reminds me of back when I was in Minnesota, back when I lived there. I had a mirror in the middle of my vanity, like the middle of my vanity, mm-hmm. and I was staring and it just shot and hit the door like far. It wasn't mm-hmm. on the edge of the thing and it could if, – if it fell, it would have just fall. I kept trying it, like testing it. Like, I remember you It takes a lot of force yeah. to like throw it at, at the door and I screamed and I was like, how the hell does something just fly and hit something? Like I don't – to this day, I don't understand. I don't love it. It's so freaky to me and – it's like you don't want to believe it, but there's just so many factors. And like, how do you explain the ball just being right next? Like the guy was saying, hi, my name's Ryan, Timmy. I want you, if you're here, to throw the ball back. So he announced his name and it ends up right where his name is basically graffitied by someone else by the name of Ryan. No. On a separate it hallway. It makes no sense. You can't explain that. Especially because it's, this isn't a show where they're trying to well I, I have never actually watched buzzfeed but you said they're normal people they're not like trying to they're not yeah. just placing the ball moving it average joes not ghost hunters i mean they are technically ghost hunters now because that's what their show is about <laughs> but it's so interesting i talked about i gotta go watch that after mm-hmm. this I'm, I'm intrigued i want to go see that it's creepy they also stayed the night in room 502 which is the one that has the most activity Oh my but, god, they did not. And no. they were sleeping right underneath where the chandelier was, which is so scary, which is 
Oh no! But they didn't have any experience. They just said that it was like really eerie. But I was watching. I spiraled. My two things I watched on YouTube today: the Jacques Mousse fashion show and tons of BuzzFeed Unsolved. It's so interesting to me. Oh, oh, I love it. I love this shit. It's creepy all day, and I want to go. You know, it has. There has to be some merit to it with all of these. The abandoned amusement park that we talked about. I mean, there's just too many Mm -hmm. things that would be coincidences i mean six thousand people died and so many people died from the like removal of the ribs there's gotta be so much energy there Uh oh my gosh so we're going what are we going yeah when you come visit we can go on a nice two-hour road trip up north i love it i love spooky stories with sarah spooky spooky stories with sarah thank you for sharing that and guys get ready because we're gonna do more haunting episodes haunting of hollywood uh, so many good episodes that we're going to be recording in person. I know. So, so excited. excited. The next episode you hear, we'll be together. Oh my God. Hopefully we won't sound like we're underwater. <laughs> it's, it's all up from here. It's a climb. It's a climb. <laughs> anyway, um, leave us a five-star review go follow us on our instagram at that's loaded podcast if you haven't yet share us on your stories we love to repost you guys listening to that's loaded it makes us so happy so cute and with that we will see you next tuesday see you next tuesday